from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. What are you doing? It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number three, Braden Gun, Vince Noble, Bill George. Trying to do it to the beat. Flick, and then we got Bill Burkett. And Alan and on Alan the phone. phone. <laughs> Alan's on the phone. I got to get Alan. I got to push the button again. Alan, you still there? We didn't hang up on you. No, I'm still here. Okay, good. Uh, are you working today, or are you going to actually get to uh, participate in the event down there at Bay Pines today? I'm actually we're here. I'm here working. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, yep. I'm, I'm sorry to hear so, that. Uh, just uh, you know, I'm just sorry. overseeing everything. People generally don't get rowdy at these sort of things, but you never know. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Bill, Bill hasn't shown up with his child yet, so it'll get a little problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They definitely got to got to keep a close eye. You'll, you'll be that guy walking over going, Bill. Can you get that kid off the tank? Just get the kid yeah. off the tank. Like herding cats. We used to be able to crawl on that tank. Now we can't get on there anymore. I remember as a teenager, we used to go hang out there. The tank? Yeah, the oh, tank yeah. right there in you the middle of the park. The head's all fenced off. You can't even touch I it I know. Now. What right. happened? Somebody, you know, ruined it for everybody. You know, somebody Brain. got up there. No. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be open at night, too. You used to be able to go out there at night that and fish true. on that point. That was awesome, man. Great snook fishing off the end. Uh, never you mind. I'll take that back. Horrible Terrible. Horrible place. <laughs> Oyster beds everywhere. Forget about Shh. it. Yeah, you don't want in to. The, uh, in the small world department, uh, that Little Lamb uh, Gastro Pub is actually almost directly across the street from my house. No way. You got... Yeah, I live in Safety Harbor, so yeah. Huh. It's, uh... You got to go in there and bust up on Bart. He'll be back there in the open kitchen, I, man. You know, I, I've, you know, I've lived there for five years and I haven't been in there yet. I'm going to go in there just because I have to now. Well, that, that, <laughs> now you have a mission. <laughs> I forgot what those ribs are called that they serve in there. Those little short ribs, those I little hear, beef short ribs. I hear ribs. good things. Oh, yeah, oh, beef short ribs are the oh. best. And when you cook them right, that, they are the best. I could eat 50 pounds of them. I'm not kidding you. But knowing Bart, but that like intersection right there for a, for a four-way intersection, you could eat a different place every day for a year and not get the same meal. Mm. That is true. There's like uh, there's a lot in that complex. There's like uh, five, six different restaurants right there in a row. It's like a restaurant row. You could get sushi. You could get uh, pizza. You could get, I mean, whatever you want, it's all there. Uh, I'm sitting here being bombarded by Robert from Smoking Aces with uh, <laughs> pictures of his... Uh, of his uh, pork <laughs> and his uh, meatballs or whatever those are. And then, no uh, meatloaf. Yeah, you're killing me. I no meatloaf. And brisket see? and all that stuff. You see all that stuff he's in there? He's competition with his salad thing on the bottom. That's it's very, insane. Very pretty. But anyway. I, I can't wait to see him at uh, PickFest again this year. Usually what I do is I steal something from his site while he's not there. <laughs> and then he, uh, yeah. you know, he it sends him to a panic and, and takes him off of his game so that I have a better chance of beating him during the uh, competition. Robert is so high strung anyway. He's like a I literally he's like a violin string. If you do one thing it's going to pop and uh, uh, you you don't have to steal from Robert. Just give him a bottle of Crown and you'll 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 yeah. you'll be all right. <laughs> so he won't even show up. Uh, but now Alan, uh, the events for today, uh, do you want to go down the schedule? Do you have it? Can you tell us? 
Um, not really a schedule. Just um, it started. It started about uh, nine o'clock. They're just getting started here. The, all the reeds are out there already on the okay. on the grounds. They're just waiting for everybody to show up and start uh, start placing them on on okay. the grave site. Nice. Not really a schedule. It's not really a formal thing, but just uh, come as you are. Very cool, man. Well, I, I appreciate your input, and uh, do we need to put you on hold so you can give uh, Bill George the super secret uh, orange location? <laughs> I can get a text. Oh, yeah. No, that's just uh, okay. all, all Bill's got to do is tell me when and where, and we got to meet up anyway because he's got something for me. Yeah. So I can uh, I can hook him up. I've got the, I've got the big sour oranges. i got low quads. i got a Dude. couple of little things out here. i got a couple of things. I don't even know what they are. I just know that they're orange. Yeah. We, we, did, we just saved you a trip to, uh, you know, uh, the woods in yeah. the middle of the night with your headlamp on running from the FWC. <laughs> saved, saved you all kinds of trouble. Alan, thank you so much for the call, man. Have a great day out there, man. Thank you for what you do as well. I'll see you in a little yeah. bit, Alan. We'll see you soon. All right, all right. buddy. Take see you. Bye. Bye. The other bill, of course, a friend of mine uh, that I know through his daughter and my daughter go to the same school, and it was one of those things where – when I was talking to Alan, he goes, wait, you know you know the guy? I go, yeah, Yellow Jeep? And he goes, yeah. yeah. He, goes, he works down there. I go, really? Yeah. Next thing you know, it's like the world gets smaller. Yeah. Seriously. It is a small world. You it, never know. It's yeah. amazing. But uh, you guys will have a good time down there. Did you bring a fishing rod, or is this strictly an educational trip? No. Uh, Rex is not one for uh, fishing yet because it doesn't keep his attention. I'm okay with that. Uh, but, you know, there's... Plenty of acreage where he can just be a uh, free-ranging yes. uh, six-year-old like, you know, he likes to be. And that's that's entertainment enough. It, it doesn't take a lot for him to be entertained. He kind of entertains himself, and which is which is a good yeah. thing a lot of times. You can go yeah. over on that park side and just to turn him loose. Well, if yeah. you turn around and you gave him a fishing pole with the lure on it, and you throw a slice of bread out there, and you challenge him to snag the bread, eventually... Something's going to bite that lure as he keeps casting, trying to snipe. Yeah, it's fish. called a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does have a. He does have a. T he he was traumatized about a year ago uh, out at the uh, uh, Skyway Pier. We were out there fishing. I had all the boys out there, and he had just gotten a new fishing rod. I was trying to get him into fishing, and uh, we had the the line out in the water trying to catch some pinfish. And uh, pelican came through, uh, snagged the line, and. Uh, off off the uh, pier went the rod his Ooh. his brand new rod and reel and uh, the pelican got all tangled up in it and i'm casting with another uh fishing rod trying to snag the line and the the pelican is you know just panicking and he he went out into the the bay and uh we never saw that fishing rod again but he still holds a lot of uh angst and rancor towards that <laughs> that pelican and you know he asked me every now and then he says do you think that pelican's dead? And I said, eh, it probably did die. He goes, good. <laughs> and I, yeah, so, so. <laughs> Took my brand new Zepco 202. Don't, don't cross Rex. He, the he, monkeys, he, he, he's like those monkeys. Yeah. He's taking the he's vengeance. vengeance. Vengeance on the pelican. Yep. yep. Uh, well, these things happen. But he'll get over it and he'll have fun. And once he starts jumping around and spearing fish, he'll be, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. He'll I think, here. yeah. We'll get. We'll have a good time out there today, and uh, you know, we gave mom a little bit of a break because the other two were to sleep over, and 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 so she just it's her, the, it's her and the cats. So yeah. you know, Actually, she gets you know to what? I'm gonna stop by on the way out from work today. I gotta work, so on the way home, I go by Bay Pines. I think I'm gonna swing in there today. You should do that. Yeah, I think I'm going to. Yeah, just behave. Okay. Always. 
no, no cartwheels and things like that like you normally I do. I mean, if, you ever, if you've never been to the cemetery there or even the National Cemetery, yeah. do yourself a favor and go. That one in Bushnell, I mean, it makes me want to weep as soon as I drive yeah, in there. Yeah, it's... It really does. And, I, you know, I used to hunt the backside of that uh, piece of property up there, up there in Bushnell. I mean, it's, seriously, there's, uh, you yeah. know, I mean, you're right there. The, the management area is right there. And all those deer, they will literally go out into the right. graveyard in the evening and, and nibble on grass. It's a big open field, yeah. and they can feel safe or do whatever. So you'd always have everybody always out there, especially during muzzleloader season, sitting mm-hmm. there um, uh, waiting for all these deer to come out of there. And I remember one time being out there, Erie it was in the morning, and it was out, mm-hmm. and we were there in the dark. And then all of a sudden, that bell tower out there starts playing all the yeah. All the songs for all the armed forces. It yeah. plays every oh, single one of yeah. them, and then it, it does taps at the end of the night. And you're sitting out there in the dark, yeah. and you hear taps, and it's just like the most. That'll get you. It will. Uh, I, I I still remember my my granddad. He passed away in 1988, and I still remember the funeral uh, and being out there. And I remember taps playing and the the 21 gun salute. And uh, yeah, it still it still gets me uh, even to this day when I hear. You know, taps in yeah. the evening. There's only one reason for that song to be played. Yeah. I mean, there is no other reason that you can think of and go, oh, well, there's a snappy little melody. So you know exactly <laughs> what it is. And yeah. I think it stirs the same emotion no matter what because it never changes. Yeah. But anyway, well, go have fun today. Go have, hang out with the boys. I know you got some events coming up. Which ones do you have that uh, you yeah. want to hit on? Yeah, we. Uh, so we have Pickfest at the end of... Uh, January and that's out in Lakeland at Sun and Fun. We do that every year. Uh, the money that we raise from that and, and the prize money that we get, we're going to donate to a uh, veteran-focused nonprofit in the area. We, we haven't identified who that is yet, uh, but we're, we're still going through some of the uh, candidates. But you know, one guy that contacted me just out of the blue, basically cold called me uh, and said, "Hey." I've heard a lot about you on Facebook, on the radio, and, and things like that. And uh, what he explained to me was he said, I run a nonprofit uh, called Vets to Success, and that's Vets, the number two uh, success. And uh, this guy, Chef Brian, what he does is he screens veterans who either are homeless or are going through a really tough time, and uh, he selects them. And he puts them through a 16-week culinary uh, school. Really? And they, they become card-carrying, you know, certified chefs. And no way. That is he helps, awesome. That is really yeah, cool. and he, he helps them. In a lot of cases, he helps get them a job just by virtue of his contacts in the restaurant industry. He's certainly not a job. He's not a job placement service, but he does help uh, guys. Uh, but over the last few years, he's uh, trained 44 guys. Uh, you know, veterans who have have fallen on really hard times. Why isn't the military even? Why didn't they think of that in the first place? I mean, yeah. literally, if you've ever been in a kitchen, go walk, go watch yeah. Bart work. It is structured almost like the military. I mean, there's a guy in charge. There's a guy that does this. There's a guy that does that job. But there's that also is perfect for that. There's also finesse because it's like a ballet too. You got to watch where everybody's at. Yeah, well, then, it's what, an art and a science. It's it both. Is. It's it an is. art and a science. What do you think a guy out in combat's doing? He knows where his boy is. He knows exactly. where the other guy is. He knows what he's doing and what he's supposed to do. Yeah, so that's perfect. Yeah, he and and he does that. He has vets to brew, vets to bake, and so he make he turns brew? guys into uh, brew, brew? brewmasters. Uh, he turns guys into in some cases like. Uh, uh, sort of farmers like he ha- he 
used to have a, a hydroponic uh, farm down in the Sarasota area. Uh, but but Chef Brian, so cool. uh, yeah, we can. I'm sure you guys have to go to break, but we can uh, we can get into some more of that stuff uh, after the, the next break. I run this show. We can hold it. Yeah. Right. yeah okay. Can, yeah. We but uh, <laughs> no, we uh, so so Chef Brian was in the the Marine Corps for about five or six. Uh, I think he was in the Marine Corps for six years. Did a couple of tours in war zones, and um, he got out in 2004, 2005 timeframe, and one thing led to another and he, he became homeless and he was uh, down and out for about two years and got himself up out of that and went to culinary school, went to Lyon, France and trained under several world-class chefs. He went to uh, Finland. He went to a couple of other European countries and trained under guys, came back, got into the restaurant industry uh, in 2014 uh, Chef Brian uh, lost his brother to suicide, uh, who was he was also a veteran mm-hmm. and uh, lost his brother to suicide. And so uh, that's really where I think the the eagerness and the hunger that Brian has for helping veterans out, where that comes from is, you know, he's seen that up close and personal firsthand, you know, whether it's losing a loved one, you know, to PTSD, depression, alcoholism and then also experiencing that himself. And so he takes those veterans that he screens, you know, they, they have to be, you know, sober, clean. You know, it can't just be, he doesn't just take anybody. He's not herding cats and he's not pumping these guys out in a puppy mill. Um, but he's had people as young as 24, 25, 26. And I think he had the oldest student he had was 62, who's a Vietnam veteran. Wow. And so that's awesome. awesome. So yeah. I mean, I, I mean, is there a way that uh, folks in their uh, Christmassy charity uh, uh, hearts would like to they could donate something to that? Is there can they do it on the website? That yeah, kind of thing. He has a he has a website. Um, you can go to the website. Uh, I'm sure that if you just Google Vets to Success, uh, that that'll be on there. Uh, that's the number two success. Yes, okay. and or people can just contact me. Uh, yeah. And I'm I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, under you know Portganic Barbecue, so uh, he he does a lot for the community. In my opinion, he's he's getting ready to open a food truck. That is he, he here locally he, in Tampa? Oh, yeah, Sarasota, he's, right? yeah. Uh, he's he just moved from Sarasota to t- the Tampa area, but right. he took he just bought a deuce and a half truck and turned the back of it into <laughs> no, a kitchen. No way! Oh yeah, like That's awesome. like even that more so awesome. than Mission Barbecue. Like I know that Mission Barbecue has their thing, but yeah. no, his is a legit kitchen with smokers in the back, and he That's has awesome. side <laughs> panels that come up uh, as awning. And, and I mean, he is putting a lot of resources and efforts into this thing. But it's going to be a food truck. Bill George, that's, write that down because uh, I, I, I think we got a guy that may uh, do the cooking at the next Panfish Challenge. That, that that's sounds, too that success. sounds like something I've wanted to do. I want to go get a Hemet and then on yeah. the back make a make a mobile uh, like ba- like a stage so you can yeah. like drive around Clearwater and have oh, yeah. people all perform on the back of a Hemet. Cargo Hemet would be awesome. Yes, it would. Yeah, yeah, but so Slicks it's, it's, would have a pole in the middle. That's so anyway. to org. Yeah, that would be uh, pretty neat. So you, is there a place you can donate on there? Uh, I mean, contact us. Donate. There is a donate button. There so you go. Awesome. Do yeah. yourself a favor, guys. I mean, yeah. if you, Don't make Bill do all the work. Get out there and uh, <laughs> donate five bucks. You want to do something good for Christmas? Oh, yeah, donate. we're collaborating on, on a couple of different things uh, because he does require his chefs uh, to do so many volunteer hours. And, I mean, that's, that's what I 
am always in need of is volunteers. That's all you ever do. Yeah. They, well, exactly. I'm 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 always in the uh, 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 volunteer taking. Uh, business, but I mean, I have. Honey, uh, I'll take the kids. Honey, I'll go do that. Honey, I'll do well, that. That's why I have three boys because that's free labor right there. <laughs> is that what it is? Well, uh, but listen, uh, I know you're going to get heading down towards uh, Bay Pines yeah. and all that kind of good stuff, but I think this is uh, an awesome little collaboration that you're doing with this one. So, yeah. again, the website is Vets to Success. Vets to the number two success. Dot org. Dot org. And uh, we look forward to you guys uh, teaming up together. Yeah. We, you guys will make some magic. We're very excited. And uh, like I said before, and I'll keep my word, is uh, I do owe you guys some uh, some meatloaf, <laughs> uh, some some burn-ins. Is there any other requests no, that you guys no. have? The only uh, other request I have is yes. let me know when you have a next event. I want to come out and help. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll certainly have that on Facebook and uh, put that on social media. And, and hook and us up with your know. hook us up with your boy with the deuce and a half because I'm yeah. serious. I'd love to park him up there at uh, Panta Vista. I mean, he may have to do some knockworths or bratworths or something, but that'd be easy. <laughs> Bill, thank you for coming in. Thanks, Thanks for, for breakfast, me. man. You and yeah. the boy go out and have some great times today, man. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys, too, and thanks for the generosity of having me on the show. Yeah, it's all good. Get out. All right. (laughs) We're going to take a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors. We love you. We'll be right back. Okay, you got me now. It is the Big Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, and uh, Bill George somewhere. He's out in the studio. He's I don't gallivanting. know. And uh, Slick is here on the phone, and we're all hanging out. And uh, what? What? Stop touching the back of your mic, man. I, I have Rookie? To. No, I didn't. I, I already put him on. Oh, He's there. Okay. All right. And uh, Robert's on the phone. He's been waiting for like an hour and a half. So, uh, Robert? Robert? What's up, fellas? What What's up, having? buddy? What are you doing, man? Are you? What are these pictures that you sent to me of all this meaty uh, goodness that you have here? Are you at competition today? No, that was from the pig jam oh. that just went by the Florida State Barbecue Championships that right. I called you guys from. Yeah. I mean, really, uh, as you can see, the quality is a little bit different than you would get in a restaurant. Oh, yeah, it looks so, beautiful. Yeah, and what you have there in one of them, you see the brisket? Yes. And what that, the, pork, the pork entry is the money muscle. It's the opposite side of the horn. Of the pork butt itself, it's uh-huh. almost like a tenderloin. Right, and then the chicken is been cooked in a cupcake pan. I don't know what the chicken is. Is that the round ball things at the top? The first it picture is. you sent me, they look like yes, I thought they were meatballs. Seriously, who has a chicken that looks like that? That's chicken. I thought that was meatballs too. Nah, they take the bone out of it and shape it and do all that stuff. It's nope, all that fancy nope, the stuff. The bone is in it. Don't Get lie. Don't here. lie. Don't even try yes, that is. on it. Uh, you got to. You trim the knuckles back, and we take the skin off. We're going to defat that skin to get it translucent as what? possible, almost see-through. Then back onto the chicken. And the whole idea for the judge is to be able to bite through the skin without pulling it off and get the meat at the same time. If the skin comes off, you're out. Yeah, You're okay. like the mad scientist of barbecue. Well, they, you know what? they got all these rules in here, and I was looking at the plate, and the first thing I did as a barbecue judge is I sat there and I looked and I go, well, see, you use no red leaf lettuce whatsoever in here because that is not allowed. That is actually, <laughs> it is not allowed yeah, to be used. And then the dessert is a strawberry banana pudding layered cake that took first place. And then the other is the margarita challenge, which is a smoking mango margarita 
where we grilled the mangoes with a chili pepper spice and then garnished it with that. Well, I'm glad that you got the opportunity to do it living here in the land of the free because if you were in California, you know, you, <laughs> right. might, you might be getting a little hard on those pork products these days since they're going to stop yeah, sending uh, a lot of pork out there. Yeah, one of the things is my a couple of my purveyors have already forewarned me that pork price will go threefold up. Oh wow! Starting next year. Now the problem is for California, the barbecue business will cease to exist because well, there's no way that these guys can sell ribs for fifty dollars a slab. It's, it's just not going to happen. No, it's not. And, and, and I don't care how much uh, they pay you in Silicon Valley. Fifty bucks for a slab of ribs is just uh, out of this world. Too much. Unless they are literally uh, beef ribs in their full entire side. Um, I mean, that, and that's I, crazy. And I, I, you know, right now the meat mafia and the four major kill houses are really controlling the meat industry and the prices. They're yep. paying the farmers cheap. And they're jacking it up everywhere else to people like me. Man. Now, right now, chicken is up to me 110%. That's what I'm paying previous before. Jeez. Pork, the average pork price for ribs should be around 239 I'm paying 410 for ribs that I'm selling here. So that means on a three-and-a-half-pound slab, after cooking seasoning, I'm $17 in. Well, you need now, to start getting out in the woods. You got to get out and start killing your own damn pork. Yeah, start <laughs> that's what you got to do. Well, Robert, we got to go, man. We got to go. We got to take a break. It's the bottom of the hour, man. But uh, if you want to go taste some of uh, Robert's uh, incredible creations, not necessarily these that you would got at the barbecue competition, but other great things on the menu, go see him out at Smoking Aces. He'll be out there sweating in the kitchen. Ask for the Bill George booth. Ask for the Bill George booth, <laughs> and uh, you'll get treated like a king or queen. That's right, and Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, and Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, man. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. We'll see you. All right, that's Robert Smoking Aces Barbecue, of course. We're going to take a break. It is a big wild outdoors. We'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck they choose brandon ford because brandon ford stocks more sells more and sells for less so when you're ready for a truck come see us at highway 60 and 301 in tampa the largest volume ford f-series dealer in the entire southeastern united states 24 7 at brandonford.com if you want to pay less for a ford truck that's our business sportsman's alliance our heritage our fight 
protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know the Sportsman's Alliance has fought to open access to public lands and to protect those specific lands? They helped make hunting a priority on national wildlife refuges and even sued the federal government last year to protect scientific predator management and hunting on those lands. Just another fun fact showing you how sportsmen and women are helping make a difference. Don't purchase your next boat without checking out the new versatile and customizable Seashea Rigid Rib Boat. It's a great boat for family fun and perfect for the flats or secret lake. Seashea Rib Boats are crafted with the highest quality materials, aluminum or fiberglass hulls and Hippolon floats. They're easy to maneuver, even for novices, and they'll give you that smooth ride that mama likes every time. Its unique design is fully customizable with all the accessories and amenities that you want. You can start building your perfect Seashea custom boat today at SeasheaBoats.com. Dock and Pies Arcade Factory.com. Build the most powerful and fun filled arcade machines on the market today. All Dock and Pies Arcade machines are state of the art with original sound and graphics. All have a two year warranty, free support for the life of your arcade machine, plus free delivery. All brand new arcade machines with your favorites Pac Man, Donkey Kong, Galaga, and hundreds of others. Be sure to check out the Dock Box console with 3,000 games. You need to see it to believe it. Order your family fun filled times at Dock and Pies Arcade Factory. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. It's the uh, Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us. Me, I'm Braden. That's him, Vince. And there's Bill right over there. And Slick's over there behind the glass all by himself. Everybody's abandoned him over there. I lost both my interns. They're all gone. I got a bad retention right around here. I guess so, man. Seriously, man. Uh, uh, Big and Wild Fat Cast for today looks like uh, we're going to be in the 80s today. Low to mid 80s all over the place around here. So be forewarned that it is a little moist outside today. It's going to be a little humid out there. But good thing is it's not going to be real, 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 real breezy. Breezy. About 16 miles an hour. Mix of sun and clouds. Tomorrow is supposed to be a big change around Sunday evening, and then uh, hopefully it'll be nice and cool for the week. Kids are out for the entire week before, uh, and then uh, two weeks for the next two weeks. They'll be home driving me absolutely uh, insane. Be a kid again. And, uh, Dad, can you drop me off over at uh, Jimmy's house so I can go out and <laughs> go diving? And there. So I, I like the fact that they have lots of friends, and Barrett made friends with some juniors, and they have cars. So I Yeah, like not that. the other day, though. I'm at work. My office is not too that far is from funny. his school. I'm sitting there. The door, door opens up, and he walks in. I was like, uh, why are you here? Where's your dad? He walked down from St. Pete High all the way down to where, where Vince works. He's like, took about a half hour to walk there. <laughs> and uh, I was out Christmas shopping. I had my phone turned off. I had it on the charger dealio in the car. I'm trying to buy things and uh i went and i went to my daughter's school to pick him up and i turned my phone back on and all of a sudden it starts doing the whole bling 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 with messages between me and b between you and barrett and i was like he got out early today and uh you know his boy didn't get to pick him up so no his friends left him left him there well he had to go run the other guy had to go run somewhere else for his dad or something so he was like dude i can't take you home so he's like i go where you want to go 
Well, I'm supposed to be with my dad, but uh, I so don't have a key to the house, so I <laughs> so take you to mom's. So Vince dropped him off at the house and uh, let him in, and I, I went over and picked him up later and all that <laughs> stuff. So <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You're for welcome. It was just weird to see him walking. I'm like, why are you here, dude? Watching my baby boy. I just remember that later when they had say, well, I had my phone turned off, and uh, <laughs> exactly. I didn't get the message, Dad. I'm blowing yeah. him up. I'm like, look, Dad of the Year, answer your phone. Oh, yeah. I got I got it worse from Vince, and I got it from B, because when he called, it went straight to voice. Voicemail. So, being 14, he knew what exactly that meant. Whereas Vince, on the other hand, texts me about 9,746 <laughs> times. And uh, so, anyway, uh, speaking of Vince, I wanted to bring up I saw on social media that uh, season four of Live in the Water Life yes, is going to be starting up. So, that means that uh, filming is going to be starting up pretty soon. Yeah, man. I, I you know, I, I'm truly blessed when it comes to this show. I, I, everybody that's been there along the way, including you guys. I mean, you guys have been a heck of a supporter, yeah, of yeah. this show. And even though, ha- even though I never get invited to go fishing, I ask with you, you all the time, well, dude. We went shark fishing. Well, that right there, we were just standing oh, we around, were just watching, around uh, that yeah, one. We were just throwing rocks. <laughs> but I, you know, the the people that's been there along the way, I'm truly blessed, and I, and I thank everybody that's been involved in this show from day one, from the concept of even doing it right here on the show. That's true. And you know now with the president, you know Julie McQueen, you know she's a big fan of the show, and, yeah. and she's been amazing over. And on she's been TV. busting us about hurrying up and getting things done so that we get on Carbon TV. Yeah, so, yeah, she, uh, uh, great, great people. Uh, season well, four, man, yeah, it's coming. Season four, yeah. I know. Season four, you're all excited for, but you know what? The one uh, this time of year that uh, the episode, if you go to Carbon TV, <laughs> CarbonTV.com, and you go look. One of the best episodes you'll ever watch is when Vince, living the water life, <laughs> took Santa Claus, our guy Shriner, yeah, who's man. been on the show, took him out as Santa Claus to go fishing for the day. That, that is was... one of the best episodes ever. <laughs> it is so funny. It's an amazing day. I mean, you're out of the boat, you're fishing, and you with gotta, Santa with Santa Claus, and we did it right before Christmas. I mean, we put we did that episode probably December first, and we launched it on on Christmas Eve that year. That's right, you did. That's yeah. awesome. Do you have all your episodes lined out yet or no? Um, you know what, season four, yes. I know. Uh, no, you don't. I, I do. No, you don't. Because I saw you actually get on social media and <laughs> ask for suggestions on I where to go. I wanted to see what the people wanted. Well, and the well, people one answered. Thing, one thing that would be really interesting to educate the people on is some of what Florida has to do with derelict vessels clogging up our waterways and places. That is actually, it is on the horizon for and, the, one of the shows. There's a there's a ship or whatever down in the Keys. I think they're going to spend a million dollars just to deal with that one derelict vessel. Well, though, I mean, you got to get it out of there. Number one, number two, sink it, make it a make it a reef. Well, well this, it's already halfway a reef. Yeah, it's been make it all out the way. there forever. In in this one particular one, I think has asbestos, and but then you get into oh my gosh, there's some oil in it, or there's you right. know where does oil come from, Bill George? I know tar vaults all over the place seeping out of the ocean. Where does asbestos come from? Is I mean, it comes from uh, stuff from here on earth. It's all fine. It's okay. So I, so going back to the layout of the shows, yeah, we uh, I think our first episode, I want to take a run up to North Florida. And go to the the Pensacola Destin area. I've been dying to go to Destin to do I some fishing anyway. Destin. I know. Yeah, he was up there for two days. I know. I want to get up there so bad and you get out there in the water. You could have come to the commission meeting with me. We could have turned around. Why did you do that? I, it's called work. Oh, that's right. He's uh, under the gun. Water but see, life is work. I, that is work. No, that's pleasure, buddy. 
that but, does not work. But so anyway, Vince goes on there and asks the general public, hey, what would you like to see on the show? <laughs> what would you like to see coming up? And of course, I wrote in, uh, I wrote Bimini. And I yeah. said, you already know somebody who could get you down there. I mean, uh, you could get down to Bimini and do your whole Spiegelio down there in Bimini. I- and then it got me thinking, you know, there's two other places I want living the water life to go. It doesn't have to be about Florida, right? Right. It's just living the water life. So I picked two other places. Are you ready? All right. Got, my, got my sheet right here. Number one, I want you to go down to Costa Rica's Cocoa Island National Park. Okay. It's a protected marine reserve that's been established since 1982, and they're actually going to add more to it, make it 20 t- 27 times bigger than it actually is now. It's a newly sustainable managed marine reserve. It's going to be called the Bicentennial Marine Managed Area, and it's off the coast of Costa Rica. It is so big that it's actually three times the size of mainland Costa Rica. It's sixty one it's sixty one thousand five hundred and two square miles of ocean. I, I've actually talked about like when we first started Water Life, one of the bucket list episodes is either gonna be Belize, Costa Rica, <laughs> or Australia. Whatever. I mean those are the three places I've I've been dying to go to. Nah. Everybody, I want to go to everybody, Coast- everybody's seen all that crud. Costa Rica, I want to go down. I want to go for personal reasons. I want to get my, my rooster oh, fish. Oh, so this is about you. I want to get my rooster fish. Well, number two is one that I want to see and Bill George wants to see and Slick wants to see. All right. You ready? Let's hear. You're Mr. Superstar, Mr. I can get it done. I can get my way <laughs> into the back, backstage of any concert in America. True, true. I want you to go and do an episode on Castro's Secret Reef. I can actually make that happen. Off the coast of Cuba. I don't think you can. I'm, I think I'm I can. I know people. No, off I know the, people. Off the coast of Cuba. It was Castro's, Fidel Castro's private area where it literally is like pristine. It is just, I mean, it is covered with, I, I with know, life. I won't even tell Bill George so he can't alert the FWC. I know a guy. <laughs> hey, you know, going back to the Bimini. Don't point at me oh, like no, you I, think you know what I'm you're Italian, doing. I'm Italian. I got to use my hands. You're glossing over the whole Castro thing. No, I know a guy. I think I could make that happen, and that would be very cool to do. Yeah, it, that's dude, why it's on the list. That's why I said it. I know, but back to Bimini. <laughs> I actually, Mark Cooper, he uh, played for the Denver Broncos. Good buddy of mine. He's out in Colorado. He goes to Bimini every year, and he and I have been talking about doing an episode of going to Gray's Fish Tag because they have that their tag in the the Gray's taxidermy. Hit that over there on the other coast, and then hit Bimini, and to make a whole episode out of that. Does he own his own island? No, he doesn't own his own island. He's not that cool. Well, your your hookup owns his own island down in Bimini. Don't look at me like you don't know oh, what I'm talking about. I- they go all the time. They go. They leave from the from here and drive. They literally drive their the boats boat. all the way there. It's only a ninety mile drive. Well, I mean, seriously, it's not a bad run. You can do that in your pontoon boat. No, <laughs> we do that. I mean, I do that. With, I do that with Erica. We go eighty miles, hundred miles off anyway. So ninety miles to Bimini is nothing. I'm just saying. I like. I want to see Bimini and I want to see Castro's secret uh, reef, secret secret <laughs> coast. I will start working on what, that. What's number three? No, that's it. That's the only two okay. I had that well, uh, came up. Well, number number one was the Bimini one because I figured it was easy. Yeah. And since we know somebody that has an island out there and all that stuff, he could get there. But the Castro one, I'm going to see the boy to see if he can get in there. And nah, I, I'll be making some calls when I get off the 
<laughs> well, and if you're going to go ahead and do that kind of stuff, then see if we can do a snorkeling expedition around the uh, fort out there off uh, the coast of the Keys and uh, maybe do some shit. Oh, you're talking about uh, the dry tortugas? Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, but I thought that was a sanctuary, no spear fishing allowed in you, there. You can't, you can't fish around it. I'm not fishing. There's spear fishing around it. I can spear fish around Look, it. There, we'll bring Bill for the gray line Bill, stuff. Bill, can I spear fish the around gray it? gray line? Yeah. Well, what is spear fishing? Well, I, it says fishing in the title, but it's not hook and line. So you put a hook on the end of it? <laughs> no, no, it's you, a spear. You, you launch a shaft at said critter swimming well, what by. What if the shaft was tapered and had a bunch of hooks on the side, and w- the shaft went by and just left the hook? <laughs> so you miss on purpose, and he just well, hook him? I'm em? just saying. <laughs> just <Wow>. saying. <laughs> Now, De- Destiny in Pensacola is my number one this year. It's probably going to be the first episode. I, th- I think that's what we're going to do. You, you guys, I'll see if I can. Uh, you can stay with my aunt. She's up hey, there, right off Pensacola. You, you laugh when they go and open up Goliath, and you can't spear fish them. I'm going to have a guy down there with a hand line, and when he hooks them, <laughs> it's going to be dispatched with the spear gun. Oh, that could work. Because it's a legal mean to dispatch. That's legal. Interesting. All right. That's where the hook and line. He's he's been caught. That's right. He's well, been caught. When we well, come back for a break, I'll, I'll give the websites and all that good stuff okay, out. Okay, all right, fine. We're good. We'll talk more about you. Yeah. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be right back, you guys. Hang on. Hi, hi. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brandon Vince, Bill, and Slick hanging with you this morning. Uh, before the break, talking about uh, Season 4 coming up of Living the Water Life on Carbon TV. Uh, by the way, Carbon TV, if you don't know, is absolutely free. You can watch it on your phone or uh, any other device. You can watch it on your smart TV. Or if you got an Xbox, you can download the app and do all that kind of stuff. I mean, you can see it anywhere at work or, you know. While you're sitting at an airport or up in a tree stand or whatever, you can go check it out. Um, for you, uh, season four is underway. Season three, two, whatever it was, where you did the Santa Claus one up there, of course, you can go back and watch that. It was season two or three? Season two, I believe. Somewhere season around two. There? Yeah, it was season two. And uh, so, Episode four. Five, so when is uh, four uh, going to officially start for you? We're going to start filming probably, probably the second week of January. I got to get with Captain Greg and Erica because they're they're coming back to the show. Mm-hmm. We're excited and we're gonna we're gonna change it up. I mean, last year we did that kind of podcasty kind of episodes, but we also did a few episodes in between. This year we're gonna go straight TV, no no podcast, and uh, we're gonna travel the state of Florida. We already got some stuff planned in Fort Lauderdale. Obviously, Destin and Pensacola area. I want to hit Okeechobee. We're going to do some freshwater stuff this year. So yeah. we, we have some really cool things planned out. I'm, I'm really, really excited. You, know, you ever think about getting one of those uh, planes that could land on some of these lakes and go fly around? Florida's that would be so much fun. Yeah, that, Florida has so many lakes. And I, yeah. I know when I'm out in the Winter Haven area, there's I see somebody out there flying around, but it'd be kind of cool to go and land on some of those lakes. And do some bass fishing off the plane. Do, 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 <laughs> a, 
and then maybe roll up to some of these restaurants, kind of like the boats do, and get out and have <laughs> yeah. a meal. Well, you know, there, there, used, to, there used to be, uh, be a guy who used to fly around um, uh, South Pinellas, from Pinellas Point down the Skyway out to Egmont Key. <clears throat> it was a ultralight, but it was on a on an inflatable. And he had a Rotax engine on the back, and it was like a big giant hand glider. But underneath it, it was uh, like a like a shishe boat. Mm-hmm. Okay, kind of like the rib. And it was like a ribbed uh, inflatable boat. And dude, he would go and take off, and he'd fly, and he'd go, and he'd go land, and then idle up, um, yeah. you know, and fish the side of the mangroves and all that stuff, and then drift out and then fire it up and go. And you don't have to hit the waves or nothing. <laughs> like one of the things I talked about doing awesome. this year, and if you're if you're a Florida native, and especially if you're a Pinellas County native, you'll remember this area. What I'm talking about. Remember the Boatyard Village? Oh yeah. I want to find places in Florida like that and go cover those places because those places are the lost places of Florida. Well, there's not that many left. No, I, I was the first few. first one that came to mind was Steinhatchie back in the day when I was a kid, and it was nothing but a mullet fisherman drug runner uh you know kind of place and now it's you know it's got all these very expensive houses up on uh pilings and you know it's like fish camps and all that well, stuff. it's like but, lake I mean, pan i mean lake pan is the, the camp there it's it's a little hidden gem oh yeah it, it, and it i want to find those pla- that's what season four i want to try to find those hidden gems and cover those because one they're the mom and pops they're the small business but it is that that's living water life. Cypress that's Lake, it. Cypress Lake would be a good one. That's out there in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Out there, that's yep. a, that's a good one. Yeah. Beautiful lake. It's a lot like Panasofki. It's a fresh, it's a spring-fed type lake, and it's very clear and nice. Just like where where Shriner just came back from, St. Vincent Island. Yeah, you know stuff like that. I mean, people there ain't it, nothing to see out there. No, but it would be <laughs> cool to just go out there for a day and just make it a, a part of a show of of something in the oh. area. But yeah. make that a part of a show. You ought to go out there, film those animals he's trying to hunt, go walk up to them, film them, and then... <laughs> and then show Shriner what he missed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it would be hot. That would, it would be so hot. That is uncool. <laughs> so, I mean, keep keep checking it out. I mean, you'll see stuff posted on, uh, you know, here and there on Big and Wild. But you can find me on Facebook, you know, Live in the Water Life, L-I-V-I-N. And if you do liveinthewaterlife.com, you can see the shows, and I'll have things on there as well. And it, it's just, we're just so, so excited to get started. Well, yeah. I'm excited for you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you. Maybe I'll, get, you. maybe I'll get to go fishing with you and uh, disrupt the well, entire we got filming. We got the boat now, so I'm just getting, I was told. Is it done? I got confirmation. No. Nope, it's not done, but I did get confirmation. That you could use It'll it. be done in the new year. Well, okay. <laughs> Jeez, that narrows like it down. Six days or so. Yeah, like... I said you got two weeks, bro. Well, <laughs> I got stuff to do. The thing is just sitting there taunting my son. I drive. I know. I park next to it every day. It's taunting me. You know, he walks in there and he every time he walks into Vince's office, he whips out his boater's education card. <laughs> Look here. When are we going? When are we going? When are we going? I need to drive your boat. No, no, no. no so to all the people that have supported us for the last four seasons, thank you so much. We look forward to your your future support, and uh, we can't wait to bring you some really quality shows. Well, uh, coming up next Saturday, I will tell you this, that uh, we're going to go deep into Bill George's uh, adventures with the FWC for this past week. We really didn't get to it too much today on the show. Sorry, Bill. Well. But we'll uh, we'll delve into it uh, uh, for next week for sure so that we can go through all the uh, ins and outs of your uh, FWC meeting and 
<clears throat> how the fight went in the parking lot and all that other yeah, kind of good stuff. Gonna listen to our That's a pretty nasty shiner you got there from that. They're yeah, going to be well, listening hey. to our uh, lovely voices while I open in Christmas presents. Sure, why not? It, I like it. Well, it well will, since we don't have ASCAP or BMI, we can't just do an entire show of Christmas music. Isn't there some indie Christmas music out there we could follow? <laughs> <laughs> You're already making me come in on Christmas. What, what more do you want from me? Well, <clears throat> the interesting thing, one th- you asked, but I'll, I'll get let you know one thing that I did turn around and get. They were talking about the hunting rules and regulations. And right. Of course, one of the things that I've been chipping on for a long time is at Tenorock, we have zero... You know, you can't go out there hunt deer, pigs, turkey, any dove, of that. anything. They've, they've they had a dove field, and it's always been a lousy dove field. But you could go, and I've been beating on them. And so this year's rule package once again, no rock hunt. And it's like I got up there and I started saying how bad that you know the they they call them the um, primary land manager. You know, and I said, you know, I realize that primary land manager is really hard to work with. You know, it's FWC. FWC owns it. FWC runs it. It's all <laughs> FWC. So there's nobody they can blame it on. They pay to have hogs trapped off, and yet we can't get it. So they decided to to actually, like I said, it was kind of like a Shawshank Redemption moment. Moment. They said, well, Bill, we'll create one. A hog hunt out of there. And we'll talk about it next week. Don't no. give it away, With Bill. You're giving it all away, order. man. They're going to create a hunt by executive order. And you know, this is what they're doing to kill me. You know how much I hate executive order? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're right here. Go ahead. Put it in rule. Put it in draft. <clears throat> nope. Well, I know that they covered a lot of things when it came to hunting in the meeting last uh, this past week. So we'll, we'll, we'll really hit on it again uh, for Saturday. If you uh, get a chance to uh, get up early and uh, open presents and uh, take us along for the day, we'd really appreciate it. That's for sure. Uh, you can always catch us at BigAndWild.com. You can always listen to it live right there. Um, you can go and listen on your phone. You can do all those kinds of things. Uh, but uh, we understand that the kids are going to be going crazy. You're going to have friends and family <laughs> over and all that other kind of stuff like that. And uh don't worry about what's happening, what you're hearing on the news about the uh, COVID Omicron, you know, getting out because scientists have just found that there's an antibody-like protein that's been found in the shark's immune system that could be a natural COVID killer. And it not only prevents the virus that causes it, but it also has different variants and it covers all of them. There's stuff with sharks that help cure cancer. So, I mean, sharks have the answer. We just need to figure it out. Here's the only bad part. <clears throat> They're not going to be able to do anything that's available right now, but they say the team is preparing the shark proteins to combat future outbreaks. <laughs> so here, I got the problem solved. You're allowed a black tip. Let's go eat some black tips, and we got the <laughs> proteins. We're in. We're I, good. I don't know if you uh, have to ingest them first or if they have to be injected first. I don't know. We'll boil the water. We'll drink the water. We'll eat the brain. We'll eat the filet. It's all good. I, I don't know. It just says that uh, literally that uh, it's just another thing that they found out that sharks uh, don't get. Uh, doves get it, uh, deer get it, uh, cats get it, dogs get it, everything gets it but sharks. How do we do research on sharks and and that, and yet we can't even find out that there's natural immunity? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is. Sharks have it. That is true. <laughs> Apparently, I guess. I don't know. Uh, next weekend, we'll be here. We'll be on the radio. So uh, next Saturday, 
Uh, if you would like to listen, we'd appreciate it. Uh, 7 to 10 right here on this very radio station or 99.5 HD2 or 103.1 or 92.1 or any of those other ones that you want to tune into. Make us you your Christmas us. tradition. Exactly. Or like I said, you can always go to bigandwild.com. And if you haven't done your shopping yet, do yourself a favor. Go to bigandwild.com right there on the front page. You just go look over there on the left-hand side, and it'll say Big and Wild Shopping. And that right there, you can save yourself a lot of gas, a lot of legwork, and a lot of headache because uh, most of the guys that are offering uh, great deals and incentives for people to get it now, 20% off, 30% yeah. off, all this kind of stuff so to get cool it stuff there. stuff, too. And, uh, you know, you get what you pay for. If you want to do overnight, then uh, pay for it. If you don't, uh, you want to wait till after Christmas, then uh, pay for it. Look, I just hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy your family. Hug them. Love them. And uh, just have a great time. Yeah. That's all you can ask for this year. You know, After the past year, it's yeah. all good. Just, just enjoy the day. Enjoy the people. And uh, don't worry about the material stuff. Bill George, are you actually going to spend Christmas with your wife, or are you going to treat it like Thanksgiving? No, I, uh, Christmas is with my wife. Okay. She's going to the tree stand with him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving is usually you go that way, I go this way. No. And, uh, Twice it twice in our life we've been together for Thanksgiving. Yeah, so. exactly. So well, that's good. At least you guys will be together, and uh, yes, sir. You can uh, exchange little gifts and do all that stuff. Are you going to go out in the woods on Christmas Day? Probably not. Cri I'd never rule anything out. <laughs> <laughs> he you may never, get a phone call in the middle of the night on Christmas I, Eve. I will tell you that Christmas weekend is generally in in when I used to be in Green Swamp a lot. That's one weekend I would never go out is the weekend after people got guns for Christmas <laughs> because it would be absolutely crazy. Let's go try and hunt. It, it, or go or shoot. Or just go shoot. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, no, that's that's... That's one I wouldn't do. So I will tell you one thing before we go. What's that? Just keep reaching for those clouds and believe, brother, because you know why? Stuff can happen, and look at me. Here I am. <clears throat> and I'm blessed, and I want to say thank you. And you're in that chair, you poor soul. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Slick. Slick, Merry thank Christmas. you so much for your work. And uh, if you do have to work on next Saturday, we'll see you then. And uh, have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Be safe, love your families, and uh, love your life. It's all good so far. Yes, sir. All right. We're going to see you next Saturday. Bye -bye. It is the Big Wild Outdoors.